Welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Welcome to Episode 79. Today we have our guests from Jordan Winery. We have Lisa Matson, who's the Director of Marketing and Communications. And also we have the husband and wife team, Todd Knoll and Nitsa Knoll, who are the executive chefs at Jordan. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, and I think, oh, what does Nitsa do? I think she's the... Uh, events uh, does events oh. and and so. the way everything looks so beautiful it's like Nitsa was here <laughs> <laughs> yeah so welcome everybody thank you so I think the first thing I want to do is I have to give a little shout out because we have a sponsor for our podcast and we're very excited to have sponsors uh, people who believe that we are getting the word out there so this is actually more of a business to business to sponsor it's the wine industry network uh, they're based in uh, Healdsburg and you can find them under Win wine industry network and if you are involved in the wine industry in anywhere in north america you can find connections to every sort of vendor you could ever possibly need Um, they have great newsletters they put out they have the great blog posts that they collect from all sorts of different writers they have trade shows that they put on so anyway if you're involved at any way in the wine industry wine industry network check them out so I guess we're just going to jump right in with Lisa, and um, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited to be here. It's something that Marcy, I know we've talked about it, and, and you too, Beth, of coming in sometime, and we have so many new exciting things happening um, at Jordan, most of it around the dining table and what uh, Todd and Nitsa do at Jordan with our culinary hospitality. So I'm glad that it all worked out, that we could come in Yeah, absolutely. Spring. I think we should start with some wine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so did you bring some wine? I, I did. To share this I, I did. I brought the um, 2015 Jordan Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, um, yes. It does not release until May 1st, and we're very excited about this vintage because it's the first vintage of Cabernet in our history that is aged entirely in French oak, and we've been making Cabernet since 1976. So it's a pretty um, exciting kind of historic uh, vintage for us. So we have wow. a lot of um, exciting events planned at the winery and around the country to celebrate that release. And so we're like first on the list. Yes, you are. Like, so You're getting <laughs> special So Jordan accent. is going to be releasing a cab with the Wine Road podcast. Yes. <laughs> we like yeah, you're one of the first to taste so it. So now you so. know why we wanted to invite you. Because yeah, <laughs> Lisa brings the wine. Ulterior <laughs> motives. That's awesome. So let's have a little bit of wine. A little for you. A little for me. And I think Lisa brought it, so we'll give Lisa a little bit of wine. And this is all from vineyards on the estate? Um, Actually, it's not. Um, We've been working with growers uh, since 1993 was our last estate vintage at Jordan. Um, That's when Phylloxera struck the vineyards in um, Napa and Sonoma. And we had to start working with growers out of necessity. Our winemaker fell in love with the fruit. Um, Rob Davis, our winemaker, has been at Jordan since the first vintage. And... um, he really didn't want to go back to a state when we replanted in the mid-90s. And, and when John took over, uh, John Jordan, the son of Tom and Sally Jordan, the founders, Rob asked him, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to go back to your father's philosophy of an all-state-grown wine, or do you want to um, continue to work with growers and our state? And John said, I want to make the best Cabernet Sauvignon possible from Alexander Valley in the Jordan House style. Balance, elegant, very food-friendly, very silky. Um, goes great with food. Like that's what Jordan's all about. That's why we have the culinary team that we do. And um, well, this so, I can yeah, taste so this, it's this got, would be great with some food. This is wonderful. Yeah, and and the um, 2015. I mean, it's 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 still Jordan. It's smooth. It's silky. But there's just a refined um, taste to the tannins. Uh, very 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 smooth. Um, and that's just from the French oak because French oak 
is um, actually has less tannin, if you will, in terms of like how it communicates that in terms of flavors. American oak is a little more powerful. Um, and so it's a little more subtle in terms of what it brings. And it really allows the fruit of the wine to shine through, which is what we're looking for in Jordan Cabernet. Well, sounds like you hit the mark here. It tastes yeah, good. Tastes like it. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad that we're recording a little later in the day today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this would have not been my nine o'clock in the morning wine. This is perfect. So, Todd, what are some of the pairings you would pair with this? Well, it's kind of uh, we're just releasing our spring today, so um, we're going with morels and peas, of course. Everything, everything's very nature forward. Uh, my food is very, you know, vegetable forward. We 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 profoundly. Uh, we're driven by the garden. We have a large garden. We do two farms a table. So, uh, so uh, we're, right now we're pairing a lamb, and the game always goes beautifully with our cabernet. Oh yeah. And then, and then with the chardonnay, I always like to, I always like to treat it almost as a sauvignon blanc. I mean, it has such structure. So for me and the type of food I do, and uh, I, I push it more towards the lemons, and I show that it can it can uh, walk that tightrope. So you do have a good-sized garden out there at Jordan. Yeah. Is that something that do you have some input on what you want to have planted? Do you want to try different things in the garden? Or is it sort of collaborative with you and the person who runs the garden? <laughs> uh, well, no. Actually, I spend my winter break uh, designing the garden for them the following year, and I just delivered the seeds that are in the hothouse now. And, and uh, we have some from the previous year that are already in our, in our hardening house. And uh, every year is a brand new year. I'm bringing in a beautiful bok, black bok choy, for instance, this year. Uh, most of my products come through Baker Creek Seed Farm, and hmm. they have some great people going out into the world finding exotic things. And because we live in Sonoma, everything grows here. So yeah, yeah I've we're done so every- lucky. <laughs> I've done everything from African horned melons to lily koi. I mean, every- everything seems to work, so it's fun. As a chef, it's a joy. Yeah, and one, yeah, of, the, the- one of the other things that... Um, Todd does that I think is really fantastic is the, the the food pairings for the estate tour and tasting experience. So that's something that anyone can do as long as you come May through October because it's an all outdoor experience where you eat and drink your way around our 1,200 acre estate. And you see the gardens. And, and you go into the gardens. You can pick figs right off the tree and eat yeah. them fresh or a boysenberry or Todd grows what? How many different basils? How many different tomatoes? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, uh, this year, I think I'll have eight different basils. We'll have 26 different tomato uh, varieties. Wow. Um, yeah, I love doing the heritage corn, so I'm, I'm doing some beautiful different corns this year, some popping corns that we're going to try. And it, it, this is always, it's always a joy, and I, I let things go to bolt, you know, so, so we're getting flowers and roots, and right now our asparagus just came up, so, you know, it's fun. And then we get to visit the goats, so there's always something. Yeah. I always love seeing the goats. Yeah, we have, two, <laughs> we have two new goats this year, so that's very exciting. So you guys going to be making some goat cheese? Not, not enough goats. Well, yes, I'd ask the <laughs> chef if that's on the docket. <laughs> There's another project. <laughs> I, you know, I do love when people get a chance to go into a garden and there are multiple varieties of. Um, of, you know, like you said, the basil, because mm-hmm. people go to the grocery store and there's basil, take it or leave it. I don't think yeah. people, their minds are blown when they go and they see that there's 20 varieties or 30 varieties or, you know, 100 varieties of tomatoes. I mean, you just have no idea. So I think and that's then, really and cool. It, yeah, it really opens up the pairing possibilities because now you could, I can do a tasting against basils and then you can pull different things out of the same wine, mm-hmm. for instance. Right. And I try to do that on a plate. It's, it's fun. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, because they each have their own distinct flavor profile, each different yes. plant. 
so we can play back the other way, you know, and uh, yeah, and, and and use that as use the ba- the wine as the background, and then and then watch what it pulls out. It's, it's fun. So I've heard a little bit about this uh, remodel and this relaunching of the dining room at Jordan. So let me in on that. What's the story there? Well, I'll start <laughs> off and then and then pass off to my wonderful wife who worked with the designer even more than I did. It's it's a culmination of a real dream of ours. So we love Jordan so much. We spend our even our off time there, photographing, hiking, running around their child, searching for mushrooms. So we wanted to bring that that drama into into the dining room. That same feeling we get when we hunt for mushrooms. So so by bringing Jeffrey in, and he saw the same things. It was interesting when he first proposed. The designer first proposed the uh, the ideas. Um, he, it was it was as if we proposed them to him. He mm-hmm. came up. He was he was struck by the the gardens and the wildness of Jordan. And then he really captured it, and and then working through the whole process with them was fantastic. And and the end product is exactly what I wanted. It, it's it's it, you come in in awe of nature, and and then we just try to keep up with the room. It's it's a perfect background. How exciting! Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and I think that the the you know the dining room at Jordan it's a central part of who we are. John's mom and dad built the chateau with the dining room in the seventies. And, you know, it has that homage to France feel to it. Right. It always had that um, 18th century uh, kind of uh, French design. But it, it, what it didn't have was that connection to the story that Todd is trying to tell with mm-hmm. his cooking at Jordan, the connection to the land, the fact that we have all of these hundreds of acres of wildlands around the chateau and how he brings a snapshot of, you know, what's fresh and things that he forages to the plate. And so Jeffrey Souza from San Francisco, the designer, I think he really captured that. And the, the wallpaper alone is just an incredible um, feature that uh, Nitza can talk more about, but it's we had all these panels before and crown molding all over mm-hmm. the walls. Right. And they were buttercup yellow and had like green panels of fabric and they wallpapered over every single crown molding. So it took this oh expert wallpaper Lord. designer and it looks yes. like it's almost painted onto the wow. walls. Wow. And it's this beautiful pattern that's called Midsummer Night. It just looks like the woodlands and it's got this gray. Mm-hmm. The room has this very chic kind of gray um, tone to mm-hmm. it, and it's it's really lovely. So, Nitsa, were you just in your glory, getting to be a part of something that's as that's kind of epic, really? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I was so excited to do the change of the dining room. It was it was time to refresh the room, and um, we absolutely could not be happier. I find myself going in the dining room when no one's there, with no events, even when the winery's closed, <laughs> just standing in the room and smiling. I love it, and what I what a great feeling. It is a great feeling. It's inspired me to do things at my house, too, now, because <laughs> it just brought me so much joy. And um, the most exciting part, I think, of the dining room is um, every every floral arrangement that I do, no matter what color scheme, with the, the beautiful, darker, charcoaly, gray-colored walls, it's just everything pops and everything right. looks so yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so it's making my job a little easier with those flowers. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is, it's very exciting. As soon as they dropped the, the very first piece of furniture in the room, there was a, a marble table that they were putting back in. I ran through the winery in my high heels. I could not wait to do a beautiful arrangement and just see what it looked like sitting on the table. Right, right. So, um, so it's, it's very exciting just to have it all come together. Yeah, I can see how it would make everything stand out. Yes, everything stands out, the neutrals and even, um, you know, just doing the bright colors. I'm looking forward to our spring party. Um, that will be the first time uh, that I am going to be playing with some really bright, vibrant spring colors. Uh, so far, we've started off the year with 
lots of whites and neutrals, just kind of getting getting used to the change of the dining room. I've been keeping the florals on the lighter side. So uh, with our big spring uh, dinner coming up on May 5th, we are going to really bring the room to, to life even more, which is really exciting for both Todd and I. And then with all your floral design, is that something else that you pretty much can grow things on property or are you having to outsource yes. florals? We do both. Um, I do outsource a good amount from uh, places like Nevi Brothers, and I also work closely with uh, Sequoia Floral International in uh, Santa Rosa, mm-hmm. and they source from a lot of our local growers from, you know, Cloverdale, Sonoma County, just pretty much a lot of places in Sonoma County right. that they work with directly. And uh, we also have a beautiful garden that we planted a few years ago, and uh, we we had to put a fence around it because the deer were eating all of my beautiful roses. No, isn't that <laughs> discouraging? We have deer. I live in Cloverdale, and I really just love gardening. And every once in a while, I come out and I think, "What looks different?" I think, "Oh my God, the plants are gone." <laughs> oh, there there have There's, been times it's so we discouraging. Oh, yeah. Well, there were times we walked out to the garden, and it looked like somebody just took scissors and just cut oh, off the yeah. whole pot. You yeah. know? And so um, so we kind of we worked through those problems, and now our roses are starting to thrive. We have a lot of David Austin roses. Oh, my favorites. Um, lots, I love them. Me, too. Uh, lots of <laughs> succulents. And basically, you know, over the years, we just keep planting different things that I tend to use and purchase from the floral market. Right. Uh, the, the one thing I tend to buy a lot of, especially during the spring, is I purchase a lot of blooming branches from other people because Todd gets mad when I cut all yes. his branches. <laughs> yeah, <there's> a, <laughs> I know that feeling too. <laughs> so, so that could be a little bit of a, a husband-wife spat when I'm taking all right. this stuff. He sees it in my arrangement that doesn't go so well for him. So. So then what else can people do if they're not a wine club member? Tell us about the vineyard tour. What is that called? When they oh, do that? well, the estate tour that the I mentioned um, with uh, Todd is like is a three-hour excursion across our property. It happens May through October. Um, you get to eat and drink food pairings and really get that sense of place in terms of Sonoma County, um, all that we grow here and the diversity of the agriculture. We also have um, vineyard hikes that we've developed that are on set days. We still have some tickets available for our May hikes, and that's another experience where it gets guests into the garden because you hike from the winery to our highest hilltop. It's about a four-mile hike. I was going to say, a long ways. Okay. Yeah, and it's, um, it works out to around, I think, three hours or so total, including your lunch and everything at the end. Um, and guests really, really love that. We do like a little charcuterie picnic at the end. Um, we have a new tasting experience that um, Todd and Itza have been working on the the menu and um, plating and development for um, this last few weeks, and it's called the Chateau Block um, tasting. So we just planted a vineyard across from the winery for the first time in our history. Mm-hmm. It's about six acres of Cabernet Sauvignon. After we planted the vineyard, we realized up at the corner, there's this beautiful little clearing right at the edge of the woods, and you can see Alexander Valley on one side, and the other side you turn back and you can see the the chateau. And so we're creating a a shorter um, experience for people, you know, an hour to an hour and a half mm-hmm. um, that don't have time for the estate tour. And it, you don't get to go to the garden, but you still get to walk into a vineyard, sit down at the top of a hill with a vertical of Cabernet Sauvignons mm-hmm. in front of you and some really lovely charcuterie that um, Todd's been uh, working on developing with Journeyman as well as some of our favorite mm-hmm. Journeyman. That sounds terrific. So will, selections. That be, is that, will that be a couple days a week? It'll or? be weekends only, okay. June through October okay. is the idea. So hopefully the plan is the end of June is what okay. I think you were saying, mm-hmm. Nitsa, in the emails of when we're thinking of putting that on 
So um, now at Jordan Winery, you also pour some champagne. We do. Yes, Mm -hmm. we have um, a very special uh, partnership with the Champagne House, uh, Air Lenoble, that's uh, located, you know, their true champagne house in France Mm -hmm. in the village of Damery. And it's been uh, fun for for Todd and Nitz as well because we were able to develop a champagne and caviar tasting because we have a partnership with Tsar Nikolai as well for Mm -hmm. really lovely caviar where Todd makes the cure. He makes the sea salt uh, for the caviar Mm -hmm. eggs and then, um, you know, they they do the farming of of the uh, white sturgeon. And so that's a nice experience guests can do in our our dining room as well. And then, I mean, we have the the winery tour year-round, our library tasting year-round, and then we really in the summer try to get folks outdoors with the high hikes and the mm-hmm. the chateau block the new chateau block tasting and the estate tour tasting and these other things you can do and then we have actually nitsa you should maybe tell them a little bit about the new the new um picnic um concept so we are doing a couple you of guys very, are busy yeah <laughs> i know yes we've been busy developing lots of fun stuff it's all the planning part is pretty much behind us and now it's really fun to kind of get to execution all the and implementation the program rollout absolutely and and by next year the, the exciting thing about one, you know, last year we rolled out with our, our hikes, and that was a new experience, and we fine-tuned them and, and got it to where we're happy with it, and our guests are happy, and then they just start filling up, so we start introducing more of them. But the, uh, the picnic day, that is a new one. So one of the requests that we get quite often is to picnic on the grounds, and um, for legality, we, we can't have, you know, open containers and all that. But we did find a workaround, and we got um, a really fun package that you can do. So upon arrival, you'll start with some of our champagne and then move in and kind of get a little overview of our dining room. We're going to do an overview of our chateau block, so you'll still get some of that history and information. And then uh, from there, you're going to meet our chef and go to our new uh, design butler's pantry and pick out all of the different fun things that you'd like to have. So Todd has been developing. That sounds terrific. So it's kind of like gourmet picnic, but like Nitsa and Todd and the culinary staff do like all the work for you. So you don't have to like plan all of that. So it'll be in these beautiful jars. So you can kind of like pick what you want and they'll be finished them off and that that kind of thing. And then go pick your spot. You know, do you want to do you want to sit under a tree? Did you bring a shade hat and you want to be in the sun? Do you want to be in complete shade? Because the way the chateau is situated, there's shade in some places. Mm -hmm. There's full sun in others. There's beautiful lawns. So it's a a nice place. And so we set it up as just a couple of days this year that we'll do it as a as a test. And um, what's cool also is that the the picnic idea was born from our magazine. So we have an annual magazine called Wine Country Table that um, Todd and Itza are very, very involved with developing. They're like the creative directors of all the content and what we do. And so we had this idea for our new edition, which comes out May 1st, and in conjunction with the release of the 2015 Cabernet. And that um, issue is called the destination dining issue. So it was all about this, you know, all these places you can eat in Sonoma mm-hmm. and, the, and the, the definition of the dining room changing. And, you know, yes, we have the new remodel of our new dining room, but we also have places out and about, whether it's at the Sonoma coast where you're picnicking mm-hmm. or on a hilltop mm-hmm. in a vineyard and yeah. how to turn the dining room, the idea of the dining room upside down, if you will, um, in some ways. So that was where some of these picnic recipes were born that Todd developed and some of Nitsa's entertaining ideas. And then from that, we're like, well, this want- is all amazing. We should probably do one of these <laughs> yeah. for the for public. And so. how does that how does that work? You have to make a reservation or? Tickets will go on sale. So it's definitely signing up for our um, mailing list is the best way. Mm-hmm. We only send out a newsletter once a month. We don't 
like regularly try to sell right. you things. So um, if you sign up for a monthly newsletter, we'll announce the tickets. I think the picnic tickets for June are going on sale in early May, and then the and then July for the August picnic. Wow. So it's about a month in advance. I think we we're all kind of desperate for a picnic right now. We've been going <laughs> yeah. through such a tough winter that's gone into spring. And when you say picnic, I'm like, yeah, I want a picnic. I want to go to Jordan and picnic right now. Yeah, so there'll be one in mid-June. And then uh, I think that's June 15th. And then one on August 9th, I believe. So, you know, one thing, uh, you know, we work with a lot of different wineries and things. And one thing I have to say about every event that you do at Jordan is, None of them are overwhelming. They all end up being really great, intimate experiences. And I've also found, just like Nitza uh, was saying, you try something and then you continue to improve it. I mean, you, I feel like you're always raising the bar. Even like I, I've gone to some events there and I thought, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then the next thing I know, you're changing it a little because you're making it better. I'm thinking, how could it be better? <laughs> well, so that is always amazing. our goal. That's always our goal. Yeah. We, we love it and we're happy with it. But then there's always just those little things that can make it a tiny bit better. And we never we never stop improving our stuff at Jordan. Um, we have a lot of people that just put so much work and thought into our program. And we're always sharing great ideas. So. I mean, it really shines through, I feel like, in every single detail of every little event. It's great. Uh, one thing I haven't done and I do need to get out and do is the hike. I read about it a lot last year yes. and I kept thinking, I really want to do that. And I had no idea right where it went or how long it was. But a little four-mile hike, that's nice. And, I mean, I've been to the property enough to know how incredibly beautiful it is. That would be... yeah. We'll put that on our list. Come, yes. to one in we'll May. Go hiking. come to one in May. Let's we have do May it. May 10th and 11th, yeah. I believe. We'll put put little, it in the calendar. We'll get a little hike well, on. What I love at Jordan is when you go there, you feel like you're really living the wine country life. Like you're just <laughs> in a magazine, <laughs> but the story's about you. I mean, it's really, it's just this great feeling of, ah, oh, you know, wow. It's just such a seamless experience. You know, there's so much going on behind the scenes, but, that, but as a guest, you just feel it just unfolds for you. It's really wonderful. And and even for the person who really doesn't have a lot of time and wants to just come and do the tasting and get the reservation, I mean, it's uh, I I don't know. Do you still do? Is it limited to ten people or just for it's a tasting? twelve people? Twelve people, and yes. so I mean, that is a great experience as well. Yeah. You know, that's not to be missed. I put that on my not to be missed list. Going to Jordan, and of course, all of the tours and tastings at Jordan um, have food pairings. Mm-hmm. So anything else we need to know? Anything else that's we haven't talked about? The new events, the beautiful new dining room. I, Our I Jordan think... magazine is going to be coming out. That's something that's uh, pretty exciting for us. We put a lot of love into it, and it just shows um, all of our, you know, all all of our thought process and the different fun things that you know the innovating experiences. And so it's definitely worth checking out. There's and it's in Lisa. Just I have to say, she's done an amazing job with it. The beautiful the photography in it. She's just done a great job with it. So we're kind of excited to show it off just a little bit. The photography (laughs) is always amazing. And the magazine, is that, who does that go to? So we we have it at the front door, actually, when Mm -hmm. guests come to visit. So that's one of the ways to get the magazines. If you come and visit, it's complimentary. We don't have traditional, like, brochures or flyers Mm -hmm. or things like like some. But no, we actually do have some distribution. Um, We have hotels such, and um, bed and breakfast, such as um, Honor Mansion and Hotel Trio in Healdsburg, as well as um, 
Madrona Manor mm-hmm. has some as well. And so we're working on, you know, a few select hotels mm-hmm. that have the magazine. But you can also get the digital version. So one thing that we've developed, I'm glad Nitsa brought up the magazine again, is that we're developing a new online digital version for the magazine mm-hmm. for people that may not be coming to the winery but want to read um, all of these really great stories and see all this beautiful photography. And so um, that's going to be out in the next couple of weeks. And so you, if you go to jordanwinery.com slash magazine, or you'll see it in our um, our navigation, you can also go to just get the magazine there and you can put it on an iPhone. You can It's very seamless or on your iPad to read all the stories. And people can sign up for your newsletter. Mm-hmm. You and know, we're, we're going to announce it right in the newsletter. It's jordanwinery.com slash rewards um, to join because we, do ma- we don't have a wine club like um, most wineries because we only make two wines. So we don't have enough wines to send you <laughs> quarterly shipments. So um, John Jordan is very smart. In 2008, he created a loyalty program instead. So when people buy wine from us or tickets or olive oil, anything um, directly from Jordan, you get points. And you save up those points to be able to book a private Champagne and caviar tasting or hors d'oeuvres and wine tasting in the dining room. Um, and then um, those those members, we also, you know, let them – they get the mailing list newsletter every month and mm-hmm. they'll know about the magazine and our special offers. And they're the first ones to know about the tickets on sale because a lot of these events do sell out yeah, really they always quickly. Sell yeah. And it's, one thing about your newsletter, I mean, I always want to read the newsletter because you actually go out there and you – you hustle and find things. I mean, your newsletter has is newsworthy. <laughs> new restaurants, new places to go, new things to explore. And I think, you know, it's there's a lot of yep. great information. It's in a that. great resource. Yeah. You were just mentioning Lisa was the olive oil at Jordan. So tell us more about that. I've had it. It's spectacular, and it's from State Olives. Um, it is actually yes. We've got um, 18 acres of olives at Jordan, so it's you know it's a nice part of our of our agriculture. We grow about 120 acres of vineyard, and then the rest is habitat. So those are our two main crops besides the garden, and we grow. Um, Frantoyo, Pendolino, and Licino in terms of traditional Tuscan varieties. We've Mm -hmm. had those planted since the Mm mid-90s after Tom Jordan took a trip to Italy and saw how the vineyards and the olive oils, the olive trees are always on, you know, opposite adjacent hills. And Mm -hmm. he thought that'd be perfect for, for Jordan. And so our trees are very mature. We've also added our bikinia. Um, Todd added those trees. Those are from Spain when he took over the culinary program because he really wanted more of this round richness, butteriness that you get in the olive oil and the mid palate from an arbikinia olive that you really don't find as much in the Tuscans. The Tuscan olives are the ones that give you that peppery kick and green and like kind of give you that little, you know, bite, if you will. And almost like a bitterness, but in a good way. Right, right. And uh, our bikini is that more like buttery smooth. And so Todd wanted to make, when he took over the culinary program at Jordan, he wanted to make sure that the olive oil really um, had some parallels with the wine in terms of style. And so that's why he brought it in. But we, you know, we try to create experiences too around the olive oil. I mean, when you come and do a tasting at Jordan, the cheese plate always has the olive oil for tasting. And then we have an olive harvest celebration event that we do every November. It's the first weekend in November. And Todd makes this amazing, it's a lunch and a like little party and he makes an amazing menu all around olives lots Mm. of the food has olive components in it we do an interesting olive oil tasting as long as we have a good harvest (laughs) where you can taste the the olives separately like the fresh pressed oils from the mill to see what the difference is between the tuscan versus that's a great lesson to taste Mm -hmm. how each olive Mm -hmm. has such a different component Mm -hmm. and nice and then um 
it usually works out that the guests can go down to our, some of our olive trees at the garden. And most of the, the groves, we only have, we have three olive groves on the property, and they're, they're a little bit of a walk from the winery. It would take you a while to get there. But we do have about a dozen trees down by the garden, and so then we take the guests down there. And for those who want to pick, and, you know, you'll have a handful of people that are, like, really excited, and yeah. then they start doing it, and they realize yeah. how much work it's it is to pick fun. an olive yeah. tree. It's like, okay, that was great. Take my mind. picture. My friends and my <laughs> yeah. selfie, and I'm out. Yeah, take yeah. My um, I'll just have more wine. <laughs> yeah, it's time to go back to drinking. But that's a really fun thing, too, that's, you know, a little different than just coming and doing a wine tasting in wine country. So that's you good. did mention your olive uh, harvest dinner, I think. It lunch, was a, yeah. Or lunch, lunch. Uh, first weekend of November. So I have to jump right in because, to me, the first weekend of November is our wine and food affair for the Wine Road. And uh, this year, I talked to you briefly, we're really expanding the event this year. We find that more and more people come in, not just for the event weekend, but they maybe arrive on Tuesday or Wednesday, and they make a vacation out of coming out here and doing a lot of things. So we're trying to add some events to the weekend, uh, breakfast with the winemakers and cooking with the winemakers on Friday night, and we're looking at um, offering some winemaker dinners that week. And uh, briefly, I've talked to Lisa about maybe Jordan doing a winemaker dinner that week, so... There's nothing carved in stone yet, but we're going to discuss it. <laughs> yeah, we just put it off the she airwaves. Was, and she was, no, we're going to try. Somewhat to, interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to try to um, rope in uh, Dustin Villette and see if maybe he wants to do something at his restaurant. Since no. we already he knows his way around the Jordan Garden, we already have a little dinner that we do for guests that stay overnight at the winery. That if Todd's not available to cook, we have an option that they can also do this dinner. That's like all Jordan ingredient driven, and and Dustin does that at Villette for yeah. us. So. So um, he's a, he's a close uh, close friend of the winery, and I think that would be something really cool we could do. So that was your insider scoop for insider the day. <laughs> Lisa Matson, she knows. <laughs> well, I think that's I think that's kind of all we have going today. I do have a little contest I could mention. So this is super cool. Uh, the folks over at Sonoma Canopy Tours, the zip lining people, they gave us some passes to give away to our listeners. Uh, we've had them on the show and talking about the zip line. So what I'm going to do is the first two people that show us a little love on Facebook and share our podcast link will each get two passes to the zip lining. So don't do it just because you want to win. Do it if you're going to be here and you're going to use the passes and go zip lining because I want photo evidence of your screaming through the redwood trees. <laughs> and this is a, the Sonona Canopy. That's quite the zip I, I line. I think they have seven lines now. And, it's a I very mean, cool you are experience. through the redwoods. It is spectacular. These particular passes, this is their highest end pass and it comes with a GoPro camera on the helmet so you get a little video of your whole experience. And again, I want video evidence of you <laughs> winning and using these passes. So if you go onto Facebook and you share one of our podcast links and, you know, let us know. The first two people, we're going to give you two passes each. Share a link, zip through the Redwoods. Yeah, there that you go. That easy. Mm -hmm. It's very, All right. very simple. Well, then I, I think that's it. I want to thank Lisa Matson from Jordan. Thank you so much for coming out. Also, Todd and Nitsa. We appreciate all your input and we're you know, it's all happening at Jordan. It's really amazing. And thank you for bringing this beautiful wine. Yeah, the wine Wine is awesome. awesome. So yeah, thanks for having us. It's just at jordanwinery.com, correct? Yeah, anybody can find that. And all of your events are on there. People can buy tickets. They can just, you know, kind of get a little more information about all the experiences being offered. So yeah, it's a perfect, um, when you're planning your trip, plan to go to Jordan too. Let me know. We can do a hike together. Yeah, let's do the hike. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Lisa. We'll see you on the wine road. We'll see you on the wine road.